episode 56. Are you worthy? You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. This is The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Jason, so great to be with you. Uh, Dale, it's great to be back with you. Jason, uh, you are the author of The Reinventors. It is a New York Times bestseller, and uh, so good to be with you. And we're starting really a five-part series on this concept of being worthy and setting yourself up for success before you even say one word. So talk to us about the importance of being worthy. Uh, Dale, look, uh, this comes alive for me every day. People are busy. Nobody has time. Almost everyone is suspicious of your motives. I mean, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to sell me? People are not quick to trust. We've talked about that before. Everyone is almost exhausted from being pitched a needless array of products and services they don't want or need, and nobody wants to be conned. And so the question is, what do you do to break through? What do you do to be deemed worthy by someone else? And I I truly believe that uh, the next five weeks are not going to be game changers. I believe they are going to be life changers. Uh, Every week, I I receive scores of emails from companies, uh, individuals I've led in leadership training over the years, and they say, uh, look at where I am today. I'm the CEO of this company, or I own this company, and it's all because of the stuff that I gained from you and learned from you when you were doing the leadership training project for the company I was with. And, And I've been thinking, how can we take that and distill it and, and offer it in the podcast. And we can't do an hour or two-hour podcast, so we're going to break it up over five weeks. But I promise people that it won't be only a game changer. It'll be a life changer. So make sure you stick with us for the next five weeks. And this is the place to start because podcasts will live on almost forever out there online in iTunes and in whatever podcast uh, player you're using. So this is, you're at the right place. You're at the start of the series And uh, you're going to talk to us about a series of experiments by some psychologists that really lay the groundwork for this. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Listen to this. And and by the way, anybody can go to Google and and replicate what I'm going to share with them. Uh, A series of experiments uh, by Princeton psychologists uh, Janine Willis and Alexander Todorov reveal, uh, and these were really well done, that all it takes is one-tenth of a second to form an impression of a stranger And that longer exposures, get this, don't significantly alter those impressions, but what they do is they boost your judgment or confidence in the judgment that you made. And so what basically that says is you've got somewhat less than one second to make that initial impression. People generally don't change that first impression, but they just gain more confidence in their original judgment. Uh, This was uh, first reported in uh, their article, First Impressions, in the July issue of Psychological Science. However, if you Google how long does it take to make a first impression, you're going to see there's a huge body of scientific evidence that shows that you've got, they say, one-tenth of a second. Uh, Some will say you've got a second or two seconds. That's all you've got. So what we want to do is is the starting point is what do you do in that first one-tenth of a second or in that first second or those first couple of seconds to put you on the pathway of being deemed worthy. Because here's what happens, Dale. When somebody deems you worthy, 
when they set aside, I mean their suspicions, people will listen to you, people will talk to you, people will trust you, and people are more likely to be willing to do business with you. So today in part number one is we're going to talk about the power of that first impression and what you have to do to make sure you make the impression you want to. So this is really a paradigm shift for for listeners because you think first impression and you think I'm going to walk up to somebody, I'm going to shake their hand, I'm going to utter some pleasantries and within those first few minutes I will make my first impression. That's not the case at all. This is That's not the case. This Dale. is before That's... you open your mouth. Basically before you open your mouth. In in fact, I urge everybody listening to go on Google and you'll be amazed. I mean, they will come decisions about your social status, about your education, about how smart you are, basically before you open your mouth. So you have 10 steps for us to make that first impression that we're going to start off with today. So uh, we're, we're trying to use everybody's time wisely. Give us those 10 steps. All right. And feel free to jump in and ask some follow-ups wherever you want. Uh, number one is have a great attitude. You know, a bad attitude is like a flat tire. If you don't change it, you're not going anywhere. Not long ago, I was in Sydney, Australia. Uh, I was staying in a hotel for several days, and uh, I guess it was the third or fourth day. I was walking through the hotel lobby, and I looked at the front desk, and there were all women there. And I said, good morning. Uh, good morning, ladies. And one of them called me over, and uh, she took me down to the end of the counter, and she said, I have a question for you, Mr. Jennings. And I said, what's that? She said, do you always have a great attitude? I mean, you're always so friendly. And I said, you know, I probably don't always have a great attitude, but uh, I'm never going to let anybody know it because, uh, you know, if I'm not doing well, half of all people won't care, and the other half of all people would probably be happy. And so step number one is is giving yourself that come-to-Jesus talk and saying, do I have a great attitude? Years ago, something that was a profound influence to me, uh, I had just had a skiing accident, and I'd herniated disc, and I can't begin to tell you the pain that I was in for months and months and months, and, and that can really affect your view of the world. And one day I was casting around on the AM dial, if anybody remembers what the AM dial is, and I was writhing in pain in the car, and I heard somebody say, I can't even tell you who it was, remember that a bad attitude will get a bad result. A good attitude, a good result, and a great attitude, a great result. So step number one is you have to have a great attitude before walking in to meet with someone for the first time. Give yourself the pep talk and ask yourself, do I truly have a great attitude? Because people will almost reflect that. I mean, you smile at somebody and that person will smile back at you. So an attitude is huge. Number two, you have to have, and I'm even embarrassed that we're even talking about this, uh, you have to have great hygiene and fresh breath. You really have to take care of your body uh, because, after all, your body, it's, it's the only place you have to live. And I am amazed at the number of people who are not physically fit, who don't take care of themselves. I mean, who just smell out of their mouths or have hair growing out of their ears. I mean, y- you really have to do a full assessment as you stand there uh, in your bathroom in the morning and you look at yourself and say, does my breath smell fresh? I mean, does my skin look clean? Do I have a great haircut? I mean, do I have great hygiene? So hygiene is number two, which brings us to number three. And let me tell you how I learned number three. A long time ago, when I had founded my first consulting company, 
we were growing by leaps and bounds. We, I, I think we occupied three floors of a office building in San Francisco across the street from Francis Ford Coppola. And working capital was always short. And I really needed to borrow some money from a bank. And so we, uh, we did all of our banking with a company called the American Asian Bank. And so I made an appointment uh, to see the uh, number two person there. And I walked into his office. And, uh, you know, bankers' offices were, were and still largely are pristine. Every paper is perfectly placed. And we were sitting there talking. And I had my legs crossed, or one leg over another. And uh, I was well-dressed. And all of a sudden, at one moment, I glanced down and I saw I had the ugliest shoes, scuffed up shoes, with a really nice suit. And just as I looked down at my shoe, he looked down at my shoe, and I knew I was not going to get the loan. It was like, you know, it didn't matter what the balance sheet said. I was some kind of a pretender because I, I wasn't wearing nice shoes. So you have to have... I'm not saying you have to wear a suit. I mean, in some situations, maybe uh, jeans and a, a T-shirt uh, are, are appropriate. But whatever you're wearing has got to be appropriate for the situation, and it's got to be absolutely tip-top, absolutely tip-top. Clean, uh, fit well, you know, take some time to, to think through it. Yeah, but it's amazing the number of people that don't do that. Uh, number four, and this is one that I have struggled with my whole life, uh, in fact, uh, when I go back and watch videos of me on stage doing speeches, my pom- I always begin the speech always very erect with great posture. I-, I think about posture all the time, but I always catch myself in any video I watch where at one point in time I'm launching into a story and I kind of come to the edge of the stage and I kind of lean forward like, a- like an old doddering college professor and I lose my posture. So what I actually did, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the name of the company. It's the oldest catalog company in America. They've been around since 1848, big online presence, uh, Hamacher Schlemmer. And I found something about six months ago that's the greatest thing in the world. And uh, it's, it's, it's a strap device with a tiny battery, and it goes over your shoulders, and, uh, and then it goes around your chest, and you wear it for 10 minutes a day, and every time... Uh, you bend over, or every time you lose your posture, it goes beep, 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 and then you kind of straighten up. And I guess it's behavior modification. So Is I mean, it a shock collar, too? Uh, no, it's not a shock <laughs> collar. It probably okay. should be. I'll tell you, though, I've, I've had absolutely amazing results. I mean, watch your posture. Stand straight. Be taller. I mean, you know, stand erect. Be proud of yourself. Uh, it it will inspire confidence in the part of the other person. Because it's so in that, that split second that somebody sees you walk in a room with good posture that the impression is made. Exactly. Okay. Number five, uh, and, and you tipped off uh, our listeners a few minutes ago. I'll tell you something. You look at somebody and smile, and I promise you, they are going to smile back. About a year and a half ago, uh, a new CVS pharmacy moved into the small town where I live in Tiburon, California on the San Francisco Bay. And I'll tell you, when they opened that store, there were nothing but people with bad attitudes there. And uh, I decided, you know what, I'm going to win every single one of these people over. And so every time I went in, I made it a point of saying, hi, how are you today? And giving a big smile. And you know what? Those folks in the store today are some of my best friends, but the attitude of the store has changed as well. Give people a genuine smile. I mean, how much effort can it take? Hey, you're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings, and this is part one of a five-part series on being worthy and setting yourself up for success. We started out at the very beginning 
you've basically got one-tenth of a second to make a good impression. Uh, We're through five. Great attitude, great hygiene, appropriate clothing, great posture, a genuine smile. And number six? Number six. And uh, I I think this is a deal killer. Uh, When somebody comes up to me to introduce themselves to me and they can't or they don't look me in the eye, I'm immediately uh, more than suspect. Uh, If you're unable to look someone straight in the eye, then obviously you either have a dark and dubious purpose or you believe you have one. Again, just look them straight in the eye, which leads to number seven. And uh, I learned this one, oh, I guess seven or eight years ago. I I, I was never really happy uh, after speeches uh, and book signings. Everybody wants to have a lot of pictures taken. And I know none of us think we probably look good in pictures and are very critical of ourselves. And, uh, but I was really unhappy with the number of pictures I saw. And I read someplace that uh, professionals, when they're having their picture taken, what they do is they just raise their eyelids. They just make their eyelids uh, just a, a, a little larger than life. And uh, I'll tell you something. It works in photography and it works with people. Just consciously think about lifting your eyebrows, which you're going to have well, the effect of lifting your eyelid, it's just going to give you a more friendly uh, appeal. So you're looking for a not necessarily an overly stated, but you, eyes wide open. Eyes wide open. Okay. That's it there. There you go. Eyes wide open. Number eight. I mean, I can't even imagine that anybody is discussing this uh, in this day and age. But if you're going to shake hands, I mean, make it a firm handshake. There's nothing worse than putting out your hand to give someone a handshake and getting milk toast. I mean, in response, I, I mean, that limp hand in response, give them a firm handshake. And then number nine, lean in a little bit, uh, just, a, I'm not, and that's not contradictory. I mean, have your erect posture, but lean forward a little bit. And then finally, number 10, uh, and I know you haven't said a word yet, but everybody's got a great BS meter. Be an authentic person. I mean, have authenticity in your soul. Have such belief about what you're doing, the money you're raising, what you're selling, what you're trying to accomplish. Have such absolute belief in it that you carry yourself with an absolute sense of authenticity. I would say that if you don't have the authenticity, nothing else matters. Uh, No, 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 no. It's all pretend. Yeah, very good. Okay, so I'm going to run through these one more time for those folks at home who are Taking notes, it's great attitude, it's great hygiene, it's appropriate clothing, fits well, it's great posture, genuine smile, eye contact, raised eyebrows, get those eyes open, a firm handshake, lean in, and be authentic. Those are the 10 steps from Jason Jennings to make a great first impression. Thank you so much, Jason. So, uh, Thank you. Quick thing, I want to I read to you something that... Um, I'm I'm looking at the iTunes ratings for the podcast. They're all five star. And uh, C. Chimpy wrote incredible five stars. Please take the time to listen. I've been thinking about it ever since listening to it yesterday. Jason, thank you for sharing. So we're going to read through some more of the the reviews and uh, and share some of those in upcoming podcasts as well. But this is really an opportunity for folks to share this information because there's so much there. This is episode we're on number 56. If uh, you know, you can share these with folks. 
and the information truly, if it's not game-changing, it's life-changing. So give us a hint on what's coming up in episode 57 as we continue this series on being worthy and setting yourself up for success. All right. Well, no matter what kind of impression you make in that first tenth of a second, second or several seconds, it's not going to deem you worthy. It is just going to kind of get you on the street to being worthy. And so next week, what we're going to talk about is how do you break the ice? What are the right things to say? How do you go about breaking the ice in the right way? And I can promise you, there's some great stuff. And the other thing I'd ask is this. When you land on a line or a piece of advice or something we say in this podcast, uh, tweet it out. Uh, Love being mentioned in tweets. And pass it on to your friends and colleagues in LinkedIn as well. We appreciate it. We appreciate the ratings, the reviews, and you listening and sharing. Thank you so much. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. And we will talk to you next week. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.